0: All right. What is up, guys? Welcome back to Fit Body Secrets, here to bring you guys this week's Fit Body Short. And today, what's on my mind is talking a little bit to you guys about the difference between clean eating, calorie tracking, and macro tracking to kind of help you guys figure out where you should be putting your emphasis on and where you might be putting your emphasis that's actually not doing you any good. And I'm going to start by talking about kind of how I think all of these things are kind of almost a progression where often we'll see that when a person is making lifestyle changes, they start somewhere and they move into other things. And it's not always the same for every single person because it's going to come down to likely what that person is exposed to first. So somebody might be exposed to calorie tracking before they are exposed to cleaning up their nutritional preferences. Um, Somebody might get thrown right into macros without even knowing about calories or food quality. So it really all depends on where a person is getting their information from, but I'm going to break down a little bit of the difference between the three and how to get the most out of what is it actually is you're looking to achieve. So obviously when people are talking about dialing in the nutrition, they probably have some form of a goal. Usually it's going to be fat loss related, or they are trying to dial things in because they're looking to build muscle. They're looking to change body composition. Maybe they're an athlete. They're trying to perform better in the gym, and maybe they're not seeing the results that they want, and they're thinking that nutrition might be the the key factor. If you deal with health issues, hormones, uh, blood sugar, things like that, we can look into how we can dial our nutrition in to fix those things. So there's usually a purpose for dialing in our nutrition. There always should be, right? So let's talk about clean eating first and foremost. This is a big one. When it comes to clean eating, the real truth is we should really be thinking about compared to what or in relative to what right because people can see a a huge shift in how they look and how they feel and their progress by simply shifting from eating mcdonald's and burger king and drinking coca-cola to learning how to cook at home and eating more minimally processed foods they're likely going to see some changes however the changes in their body weight don't typically come from the changes in their food choices. The changes in the types of foods they're eating might bring on better changes in terms of energy and and things like that because they're getting more nutrients. But the changes come from the change in the amount of calories they're consuming. So by cleaning up food quality, a person pretty much starts to calorie control or control calories without actually having to count calories. So um, if you're somebody who out there has maybe cleaned up your diet, I noticed a pretty quick loss in weight that also uh, usually plateaus at some point. That's likely because you've cleaned up your diet, you've developed new habits and you should be really happy for that. But it typically comes from a person that comes from, you know, eating a very processed diet into a minimally processed diet. So that's kind of the, the base of clean eating. So clean eating is great for people that are looking for a minimum barrier of entry, not a whole bunch of stress. You're just kind of looking at kind of cleaning up your diet. When I say this, as I mentioned, compared to what, right? Because clean eating, it it really, and I could go down the rabbit hole of this, but it really depends on who you ask. So what I consider to be quote unquote, clean eating is honestly a diet that's 80% whole foods. We're looking for lean proteins, lots of veggies, complex carbohydrates. We're not eliminating carbohydrates, but we're getting in a lot of whole grains, uh, starchy vegetables and things that are in fruits and vegetables that are going to be more nutrient dense, not just calorie dense. That's what I mean by clean eating. You're eating a lot of healthy fats. You're minimizing a lot of the mixed foods, like the the sweets and the the treats, the things that are very easy to overconsume. your hyper palatable foods. You're not looking for a lot of those convenience options, keeping your dressings and sauces lighter, not doing a lot of heavy cream sauces and things like that. That's clean eating to me. And that's what most people should be focusing on. Um, we're not demonizing because, I mean, you can go to a vegan and they're going to tell you that eating meat is bad. you to a to go to a carnivore and they're going to tell you that eating plants is bad. So we're talking about just overall getting a good balance of what it looks like to eat a balanced meal. So that's clean eating, all right? Now we're going to go into calories. And as I mentioned, if your goal is is fat loss or even, even if it is looking to build muscle performance, calories are king. They're always going to be king no matter if you're doing the clean eating or the macros. Calories matter most. So when we're talking about calories, but we're not looking at macros. Uh, And I'm going to say that I want to hope that a person that's looking at calories already does have a pretty good understanding of what it looks like to eat a very balanced diet of whole foods while also incorporating some moderation of those things that we enjoy. So calories can come into play now. Let's say you have cleaned up your diet. As I said, this is usually a progression. And now you're seeing a plateau. You might start looking at, well, how many calories am I getting? Maybe I need to figure out my calorie intake. This was me at one point. I had cleaned up my diet. I hit a plateau. And I'm like let me Google, like what happens when you hit a weight loss plateau? And they told me at that point that you should go on a 1200 calorie diet. Not the right thing to do, but I was 19 years old and that's pretty much the information was out there. So that's what I did. Um, But so basically now we're looking at overall calorie control. We want to take a look at how many calories are going in and seeing what's going on with our body weight. When we're only focusing on calories and we're not focusing on uh, food quality or macros, we can run into some problems where we might not be getting the right nutrient balance. We might still be seeing weight loss, but we might not be losing the right types of weight. And we might find ourselves that we're a little bit more hungry because the foods that we're eating likely aren't very satiating. So a calorie is always going to be a calorie, but eating you know, 300 calories from chicken versus eating 300 calories from gummy bears is going to leave us feeling very different. So whether we're not as full or we have obviously highs and lows in our blood sugar, we're going to feel different. So calories are king, but we have to realize that the makeup of those calories matters a lot more when it comes to changing body composition, So we're going to go into the last thing is macros. Well, what are macros? All right. Well, macros are exactly, or basically they are the calorie dense sources of nutrients. So all of our calories come primarily from our macros. Every gram of carbohydrates is going to give you four calories, which means if you have 20 carbs, you have now eaten 80 calories. If, uh, every gram of protein, has 4 calories. So if you've had 20 grams of protein, you have now had 80 calories. And then every gram of fat has 9 calories. So if I've now had 20 grams of fat, I have now had 180 calories. So you can see now, and most foods are only one macro, like chicken breast is going to have a little bit of fat and a little bit of protein. You know, Things like uh, chips are going to have some fat, very little amount of protein, but mostly fat and carbs. So you're going to see that those combination foods... The calories on those label are a component of all of those things. I can go down the rabbit hole of like where net carbs comes in and all that stuff. But I'm going to keep this simple and short today. So your calories come from macros. When we're talking about optimizing for specific goals, it is best at the end of it all that you understand that macronutrients matter most. Because when it comes to optimizing hormone function, how we feel, energy and stuff, Having the right balance of nutrients is going to get you there and primarily proteins. So if you're going to do anything, okay, you should know how much protein you're getting in a day and optimizing that along with calorie control. When it comes to the other two macronutrients, carbohydrates and fats, this can be a case by case basis where you guys can kind of figure out what macro balance feels good to you. Not what so-and-so told you you should be doing and avoiding, but what actually feels good for your body. And so, some people prefer a little bit higher fat and they have to drop their carbs a little bit to keep their calories in check. Others are high level athletes. They need more carbohydrates and they need to cut back on fat a little bit while trying to be in a fat loss phase. The goal is to find the macro split that optimizes how you look and how you feel, how your hormones function, all that stuff, while allowing you some flexibility. Now, people can go wrong with macros by thinking that they have to be spot on every single day and if they're not and they're like totally screwing things up and it's where people find that macro tracking is like too difficult for them or they think it's too difficult in reality it should be very 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 flexible like you should have your protein number you're like never flexible on but the other numbers you should always be able to be a little bit more flexible on so kind of looking at the three things that I've already mentioned we've got the clean eating crew we've got the calorie tracking crew and we've got the macro tracking crew and in my opinion okay, you have to look at, and this is all opinion-based, and what I've seen works best with my clients is you have to know where you're at and what is easiest for you to apply to your current life. The goal is that you develop a balanced diet, whether you're tracking macros or not, that allows you to dial in your macronutrients while giving you the nutrients you need from the right sources of food. So if you are somebody who it's easier in the beginning to not focus on tracking and not focus on you know numbers and all that stuff, Starting with just cleaning up your diet and minimizing processed foods and eating more whole foods is going to be great. However, the problem and the downside of that is that most of the time, people don't want to only eat those foods and they don't really understand the nutritional facts of the foods that they do want to eat. So maybe they're eating a quote unquote paleo diet, but they decide that they really want to have um, cookies and they don't really know where the cookies fall into the play. With macro tracking and calorie tracking, the cool thing about that is it does bring one more uh, nutritional education piece for you, which is you should be reading food labels. And with clean eating, a lot of times people aren't reading food labels as much. They might be reading the wrong food labels. In fact, they could actually go wrong by only reading the front of the package and seeing what the claims say, oh, this is a gluten-free or whatever. But actually taking a look at the nutrition facts of the foods that you're eating When you're not quote unquote eating clean, which is where the calories and the macros can actually give you a great piece of awareness is, okay, let me take a look at the carbs, fats, and protein content of this box of chips that I'm about to eat or this bag of chips that I'm about to eat. Now you're learning how these foods fit into the plan. And I'm not saying to have chips and cookies at every meal, but if you know that you want to have some dessert after dinner, you might be pulling back a little bit of fats and carbs at dinner and incorporating that dessert for that meal. That's totally fine. That's where flexibility comes into play. So in my opinion, we should be looking at developing a diet that teaches us 80% of our diet should be mostly whole foods while allowing some flexibility for the fun things we need to eat. And then we should have a component of that that allows us to learn a little bit about the calories and the macronutrient content, contents of the foods we eat. So at the end of the day, it's not a this versus this versus that. It's a progression And as I mentioned, the best way is likely to start with, well, the best way is the way that you're going to be most consistent with, but starting with food quality and then going into the calories and macros. Other people have a really hard time with eating healthier foods. They might find it really difficult to start eating more vegetables. And that for them, if they have weight loss goals, it might be easier for them to focus on the macros and the calories and then slowly start to add in. And that might actually correct them by having to start adding in more proteins and things like that as they start to develop a a relationship with food that allows them to control calories, now they're going to see with the optimizing macros, they might have to start adding in more of those whole foods and it kind of can work itself out in backwards or reverse. So quick little episode. I do see a ton of comments. So I'm going to go ahead and cruise over there and see what is going on over here. Oh man, lots of stuff going on. Um, All right. I love the, okay. So Corey, you said you love the live shows. I'm glad that You love the live shows because they still make me super nervous. I'm going to be completely honest. Um, I definitely have a hard time getting live and that's why I wait. So after I get my points out to come over here, but I'm glad you guys are here and I'm glad that I'm developing some friends. um, Just to see if I have any questions. feeling I'm at, feels like I'm at Chick-fil-A. Um, so Chick-fil-A, good one. That's actually a great place for me. I recommend it often from a lot of my clients who are looking for things on the go, uh, because they do have a pretty, I don't say it's a quote unquote clean, but it's, it's a cleaner fast food restaurant and they do have, it makes it pretty easy to macro things there. Echo bike seat is hard when you're echo sitting on it for 17 minutes and counting. Corey, you must be doing some zone two work. I'm assuming. Um, y'all are awesome. I'm looking to see. Vegan is super imbalanced and don't get all the proper nutrients. I agree. Um, 75 hard. Corey's doing the 75 hard. All right. So what are we? Uh, so yeah, Corey, you probably did not watch my episode last week, but you probably should. And I'm glad that macros is working for you. And Bruce, I'm glad that you do that. Just kind of looking to see um, if anybody has this. I take the approach she... Okay, so Cheryl made some great points. I take the approach that she mentioned. Lucky for me, I have or can make time to get both workouts in. Awesome, awesome stuff, Corey, and I agree with you. So what are your main goals, Corey? I would love to hear that. Um, Bruce, I would have loved to meet you too at, at uh, Wadapalooza. We should have connected. It was crazy though. Okay, Alyssa, Elise, what do I currently... What do I personally do? Calories, macros, cleaning, and easy. Sorry, for forgot Okay, so... Elise asked, what do I specifically do? Um, okay. My diet is I eat, I would like to call myself a clean eater. Um, so I do try and minimize a lot of processed foods. However, I do eat processed foods. You might not consider my foods minimally processed. Okay. I eat things like cereal and I eat things like oatmeal and I eat things like um, waffles, but I look for minimal ingredients on the list. Uh, I do track macros. I am consistent with my macro tracking. It's given me food freedom. It's given me better performance. It allows me to change things up based on how I'm feeling. Um, and uh, right now I'm in a bit of a building phase. So it's it's really good for me to control um, you know, the speed of that as well. I like to be able to know what I'm putting on as good stuff. So I definitely am a macro tracker. In fact, Um, I can go into my history a little bit, Elise, is there was a period of my time when I first started CrossFit where I had kind of gotten lax with the amounts of foods I was eating because I was given this thought that like, if paleo is, is the right thing to do, or that paleo will, I guess, make calories not count. (laughs) That if you're eating just all these foods that like the amounts of them you eat does not matter. And I kind of walked into that, like, oh, this is awesome. And I kind of walked down the dark path of like binging on jars of almond butter and bacon wrapped dates, (laughs) which is awesome. Right. But I also was gaining a ton of weight. So, um, I got back into tracking and it was hard at first, but, um, I also now do it in a very balanced way. Um, I'm not a perfectionist on it all the time. However, I will tell you my caloric intake allows me to be pretty flexible. So, um, but yeah, so I eat, I mean, my typical diet is, is pretty much the same every day. Um, I typically start my day with oats and protein powder. It's my pre-workout snack. Uh, after that, I'll have like a, a salad with some, you know, fresh meat on it, some kind of a carb. I'm on an English muffin kick. I know that sounds super weird, but I take my English muffins and this is going to sound so crazy. I take the whole thing. I, I, I put two in the air fryer. And I like let them warm up in there and it tastes like crusty bread. It's amazing. I don't even open them up. I just leave them closed. Mm, it's amazing. And then I'll have another snack. I, I'm a snacker. And so I'm, I'm pretty clean eating. So I just had sweet potatoes and grass fed ground beef for dinner. Um, and I'm going to have a big smoothie bowl with a bowl of cereal for dessert. Um, I'm in a phase. It's getting this fluff off from the holidays. Body comp is coming along. Lucky for me, I know how long of a process this is getting ready for the open, and then my competitive season. Corey, that's awesome to hear. And I also agree that um, people, you're awesome, um, is that a lot of people tend to think so much about the first 30 days that they don't look at the first or how like those 30 days are gonna you know, compound into 90, 180 days. And you're right, it does take a lot longer. And, and I always remind people that the goal is never to lose weight or change body composition. The goal is always to look leaner and live in a healthier body. So when it comes to making changes, we always want to think about things that are going to be sustainable for us, which is why I know you're doing the 75 hard that I encourage you to think about beyond the 75 hard, which habits you need to keep up and which habits were like, not really worth it. So, um, I, I actually kind of think that people should kind of develop their own 75 hard. I think that that would be a much better way for us to all kind of look at challenges. It's like, what do I need to make the biggest changes in, in my life? You know, for me, it's like, getting to bed earlier. It's reading more. It's, uh, you know, being more mindful in the morning. So, but regardless, so, all right. I know I'm getting off on a tangent because I like talking to my peeps. I'm so happy to have you guys on here. Um, guys, you know where to find me. If you guys have specific topics you want, please post in the comments. I do have a podcast, um, thing where you guys can actually ask me questions, but, uh, you know, whatever you guys need, I'm always here to help. So, Uh, Happy Tuesday, guys. Looking forward to seeing you guys all crush it in the open and hopefully that was helpful.